You are Locked On Cavaliers, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Cleveland Cavaliers select Darius Garland from Vanderbilt University. Hey, Chris Manning from Locked On Cavs here on this Sunday to look back at last night's Cavs Heat game, which did not go the Cavs' way. Uh, it was very nice of the Miami Heat to honor Dwayne Wade, a Cavs legend. <laughs> and retire his jersey in all seriousness. Very cool for Dwayne Wade to get his jersey retired. Very, very well-deserved. Um, the Cavs are absolutely outclassed by Miami in this one. They lose in Miami, a place that they've historically just had a very hard time playing in, 124-105. to 105. Uh, No Kevin Love sat out with an Achilles injury. It's the same thing he sat out with before the All-Star break. Um, if he's going to be, quote-unquote, load-managed the rest of the year, it seems like that's going to be the thing they're going to be monitoring in that. Um, also did not have Alfonso McKinney for the second straight game due to a foot injury. Leading the way for the Cavs, Jetty Osmond had 19. Colin Sexton had 17. Darius Garland, 14. Larry Nance had 10. Andre Drummond, uh, in his worst game as a Cav to date, 6.6 rebounds in 25 minutes. Dante Exum had 14 points off the bench. Tristan Thompson had 16 off the bench. Kevin Porter Jr. had another had a tough game with only two points off the bench and an 0-5 shooting night with his only points coming from the free throw line. So when I look at this game, I think, number one, you just have to note that the Miami Heat are a lot better than the Cavs. Uh, this is a team that is up in the Eastern Conference standings. They are really well coached. They have a, a lot of really good players. Bam Adebayo, who we'll talk about, was and is just inc- an incredible basketball player. A guy that if you, ha- I would take ten, I would take on my team every single day of the week. He's incredible. Um, really good story too. Zach Lowe wrote a great profile of him not too long ago to ESPN that I would recommend you go read. But they didn't even have Jimmy Butler, and you know Kevin Love certainly would have helped this team. I think just the spacing he provides would have would have mattered, but. <laughs> I think the Heat are just a, a lot better of a team. And you saw that, I think, in certain ways. Number one, uh, if you just look at on a bio, the way the Cavs decided to defend him to me was kind of peculiar. Um, I thought Adebayo was probably the best player on the floor in this game. He was had a 15-point, 9 assists, 3 rebound nights, 7-9 from the field. Did have five turnovers, um, maybe didn't rebound at the clip you'd expect. The Cavs actually had a 40-29 to 29 rebounding advantage. didn't really matter. What really worked for Miami and what didn't work for the Cavs is when Adebayo was getting the ball near the free throw line or a little beyond it, Drummond, who was his primary defender for the the game before it kind of got out of hand, was sagging off of um, Adebayo. So basically what he would do would give him some, give him some room and kind of, I think, t- doing this to dare him to shoot, right? And, and that's still probably statistically, analytically, whatever you want to say, the preferable outcome uh, for that. But what it allowed was the Heat's cutters, so guys like Duncan Robinson, guys like, um, 
you know, Kelly Olynyk, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Derek Jones Jr., whomever, to cut and to get into space and to beat Cavs defenders off ball. Um, it gave them room to to do that stuff. And Adebayo is a very good passer. It's an aspect of his game that I think has really blossomed this year. And he was just picking guys apart in that way. Now, you run the risk. If Drummond is coming all the way up, um, certainly you face a potential issue there where he's going to get blown by maybe. Adebayo is a little quicker than him. Um, certainly... You know, you have other guys you need to worry about. But the way the Heat also worked was just kind of pulling everyone. They had everyone kind of spaced out. There was no really backup defense um, for the Cavs to really – no backup. Like Larry Nance Jr. was pulled out of the paint this entire game. There's no one really to kind of back up Drummond. And when that happens, you saw the end result. For the, according to Cleaning the Glass, the Heat had an offensive – their offensive performance in the half court. So just the plays where they were running set plays – uh, was in the 90th percentile of all team performance in the NBA this year at 122 points per 100 possessions. That is just absolutely incredible. Um, they that This was in 78.8% of their plays, so the vast majority of their offense comes in these precise half-court sets. They absolutely picked apart the Cavs, um, and it some of that stuff is just really, really never going to work. Um, that That is just specifically kind of a issue with the Cavs overall you know certainly they don't have a lot of great defenders right now certainly I don't think Drummond is going to be a defensive player of the year candidate um he's a bigger center as is but he really in particular kind of got picked out in this game and Adebayo kind of owned him um that's that's just something to watch going forward to me if you're looking at building a defense around Drummond that's going to be one of the concerns I think you have I do think there were some positives for some of the young guys. Colin Sexton had a good three-point shooting night, tied a season high with seven assists. He continues to look better as a passer, at least in certain instances. And then Darius Garland, 6 of 11 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, had five assists versus two turnovers. You know, you're certainly not going to love that these these stats, stats do feel a little bit empty in a game that was not really competitive, but you at least see some good moments from these guys. Good of Dante Axum to make and look good taking three-pointers in this game um, off the bench. I continue to, I like him getting about 25 minutes. I do think there is some potential and athleticism there to really, really get into, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of getting him minutes, and I liked how he played in this one, especially when he was willing to shoot. That is a particularly good thing. Um... One other little negative, if I have to just kind of note it, is that Kevin Porter Jr., um, just a little maybe too antsy in this one, trying to do a little too much. I, this is going to be a thing for him, just continuing to kind of figure out what he is, but um, he's going to have nights where he tries to a little too much. I think this game was was one of them. Um, just did wasn't at the same kind of efficiency or, or kind of calmness you've seen from him when he's really, really doing well and... That, that is just kind of the product where he committed a couple silly fouls and, and missed some shots. That's going to be um, a thing for him when he's not quite at his best. He's 19. There's no reason to be concerned about it, but just noting that um, is is worthwhile. Didn't love the, the Drummond-Thompson minutes. Have to pull the date on that, and we'll talk about that more on Monday's show, but I don't think we need to see that going forward. I get that you might be forced into it on certain nights, but I would rather just play small, play Tristan a little less or whatever then have to play those two guys together it just is not going to work you saw anytime Drummond was the guy in the corner the Heat are just the Heat and I think a lot of teams are going to do this are pulling a guy in they're just going to put a guy over there and just say okay pass it to Drummond in the corner that you can do that let him shoot a three a corner three whatever they're going to just let the Cavs do that and um, the Cavs didn't even always make that read on on Saturday night so if that's going to be continue to be a thing I wonder if 
there's going to be some there's there is something still to figure out with the Drummond and what he provides and I don't think putting him in the corner is something that I'm going to be particularly interested in and seeing I just don't think it's really going to work unless he starts becoming like a high level corner three-point shooter and I don't see that so when you put him in the corner um you're basically just taking him out of your offense and you're playing five on four don't love that from from a schematic standpoint and lastly on a just to end on a positive note Good Avante is just to be back. I don't think he had played since the Cavs beat Denver um, before the All-Star break on that long road trip. At the start of that long road trip, um, after he got vertigo, got hit in the head by Mason Plumley, or whatever Plumley plays for Denver, and uh, has had some vertigo-like symptoms ever since. He play, only played nine minutes, uh, seven points, no rebounds, three three from the field, made a free throw, had a steal, two turnovers. Ante Zizic is not going to be in the Cavs' plans next year. Um, he's not going to play much this year either with guys like Drummond, Tristan, Nance, Kevin Love all on the roster. Um, but just considering how unlucky he's been at times, and I do think he has some skills as an NBA player, good to see him at least get back on the floor. Um, I hope in the future he finds an NBA home or a home in Europe or wherever he's going to be, but good to at least see him getting back on the court. Again, the Cavs lose 124-105 to to Miami, fall to 15-41 and on the season. We are going to be back on Monday talking with James Rapine from 92-3, all about all things Cavs, kind of what's going on right now, what they can expect of veterans, what they should expect from Kevin Love. That's going to be on Monday's show. And the Cavs play the Heat again on Monday, so Evan and I will be back talking about a second straight matchup between these two teams um, come Monday. That one is in Cleveland, so perhaps the Cavs um, will pay be a little more prepared at home in the third game of the JB Bickerstaff era. Again, find us on Twitter at Lockdown Cavs. Email us with your podcast questions, anything else you want to share with us at LockdownCavs at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at CWMWrites. And again, thanks for listening. Hope you guys maybe did something better with your Saturday night than Cavs Heat. But regardless, it, it happened. And we'll talk to you